Beautiful people. Hello. Welcome to the Messy as Fuck podcast. It's our first episode. I am Nicole. Yep, yep. And I am Yaya. So um, this podcast is going to be absolutely amazing. We really hope you guys tune in. You are going to get all of the drama, all of the dirt, all of the mess. Yes. All of the tea, (laughs) all of the drama. The list goes on. Um, We wanted to do something for you guys where we could just be real and authentic and uncensored and talk about everything that's going on in the celebrity and entertainment world. Yes. So we have a lot in store for you all. Let's do it. So Yaya, how has your day been? How has your week been? My week's been good, you know? My my life is pretty fucking messy, so I feel like it fits this podcast. But uh, I've been good. I've been good. I'm I'm gonna go on this little date after this. Okay, let's. Can we just do a cheers real quick let's to do that? A cheers to that. Thank you. Thank you. Get this Moscato on it. real quick. I love it. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys have a glass of wine um, yes. that you're sitting back and listening to us and, and having a good time. Indulge. Um, <laughs> I really just think that we should just get right in to all this mess. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, I'm ready. Let's, let's get messy then. Okay. I like being messy. Let's do it. All right. So everybody knows Tank. Tank! Huge <laughs> R&B singer. Yes. Sex symbol in the music industry. Yes, he is. Everybody was obsessed with the man's lips. I was obsessed with his lips. I still am. I know. I know. I met him years ago. You met I entered him? a radio contest. Oh, my God. And I won. It was through BLK. Oh, my God. Years ago. And we had dinner at some barbecue place. It, he came in, like, sweats. Wow. It was ridiculous. Sweats. Yes. Whew. You know the dick print was there. You Whew. know the dick print was there. Look, it's sweat season, so I'm down for that. Okay. Well, so recently he goes on to Angela Yee's lip service podcast. Yes, he did. And Why? they Why? her and her girls are talking about like hypothetical situations and right. the the one thing that they brought up was like if a person lies more than once, is that person a liar? Right. And his whole point was, well, no, that person, you know, really really isn't a liar. He okay. just lied on those two occasions. Uh, okay. Okay. So then Angela Yee kind of challenges him. Right. And she says... As she should. Exactly. And she says to him, Uh so if a guy, Uh essentially a heterosexual man... Right. um, Went ahead and sucked a dick twice... Right. Or more, like excessively... Right. Would that man be gay? Right. And so Tank says, absolutely not. This man is not gay. In fact, he says, quote, it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice. The art art of being gay is a continuous state of being. Right. And prior to this statement he made, he says he sucked a dick once, right? 
then he's like, hmm, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let me try it again. Try it again. Hmm, I don't like the taste this time. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Well, no, Tank, I don't see what you're I saying. I don't see what you're saying. First of all, it doesn't tie in well to the first conversation of lying. And second of all, look, I'm sorry. This may be an, an unpopular opinion, maybe a double standard, whatever, whatever. But if a man goes down on another man more than once, once is enough, but more than once. It's excessive. Come on. It, it's, not, it's not a curiosity it's anymore. It's not a curiosity. And I think that Tank has something going on. I, he got married, what, last year? Yes. Okay. And I don't think it's an open relationship situation. I don't know. I don't think it is either, but he's married. I mean, is he low-key? Is he, like, saying, you know, I'm, I'm out there in the world. I don't down, want people down. to know. I don't know. Is he on the down low? I don't know. I mean, that's his business. I guess he doesn't have to prove that to us. But, but he at put the it out there, t- though. He put it out there. At the same time, he did put it he out put there. He put it out there in a major way. And, he's, and, and he has stuck by his word, too. So. He has. Did you see the Instagram post he put yeah, out? Yeah, he's sticking by what he said. So, to me... Tank is struggling with something. And I think, like, we all have this perception of him as a sex symbol. We all love his music. But at the end of the day, if he's experimented in that way, I think he's living some sort of life. I'm going to have to agree with you. And, you know, he goes on Instagram and says, oh, well, I said what I said. I said what I said. And then he calls the homophobic (laughs) card. He's like, oh, everybody's being homophobic. No. Tell me what that has to do with anything. It's not about being homophobic. It's about you having a whole wife and you are openly saying that if you suck a dick more than once it's okay and not even just him i think he's just like generalizing it like a person who 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 did that more than once is not gay you know i think he's talking it's not a it's not a three strikes you're out i think he's i think he's talking about himself he very well may be but we cannot have a standard of three strikes you're out when it comes to dick sucking yeah, there's no three strikes out there. There's there's one strike. You know, and you're gay. No, if, if I was dating somebody, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, I'm sorry. It's just there's not a there's not a let's try this one two three times. I agree with you. If I was dating somebody and I found out, you know, at any point yeah. in their life that they had sucked a dick yeah. more than once, yes, that would be the end of that ladies, relationship. Ladies, 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 promise me you'll start asking these questions on a date. When you are dating someone, you need to ask them about their sexual history, specifically if they've had some same-sex experiences. And then you need to make up your mind for yourself how you feel about that, because that is an issue. And let me give you, I, I, have, a, I have a personal uh, experience, personal story okay. to tell you. Not of me, but of someone that I know, someone who's close to me. Okay. This person has a good friend who is a female, okay. and she is in a relationship with this guy. Okay. Long term. Yeah. And um, one day, her being nosy, she goes and um, uh, goes through and snoops like in his closet, and she discovers several porn videos. Okay, several okay. porn DVDs. Okay. And these DVDs were basically of what they call chicks with sticks. 
So it is <gasps> oh. a man who is transitioning to be a woman. So oh. he has, still has a penis. Okay. And she finds all of these videos and otherwise he had been like treating her great and just like a queen and everything is perfectly fine. Hmm. But she finds the stuff and she's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Like, how do I how do I handle this situation? Right. Shit just got real. So long story short, she breaks it off with him. Right. And you know what? I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I can't blame her because if I'm in a relationship with a guy and I see this, it's not like "Hmm, I'm just watching porn once or twice and I came across this. This is now beyond curiosity and he's into this. And if you're into that, I can't be into you. Right. You know, I'm on the fence about that, though, because you could be into some crazy shit with porn. But you might want, like, a regular-ass relationship. I mean that, though. Like, you could be into, like, you could be like looking at some crazy shit, but then at the end of the day, you know, that's not your real life. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think I would be torn on that one. I think I'd have to, I don't know. I get it. But, like, how is that fair to the lady? How is that fair to the woman? I mean, yeah. he might want to keep it, like, in the closet and not ruin that relationship. But at the same time, yeah. if you've got some thoughts and you really got a passion and interest yeah. in watching that, you know, do it on your own time. Share share your porn interests, guys. Just just share it. Tell tell him what you're into. Have him tell you what you're into, what he's into. And then you can kind of escape that problem because, you know, everybody's into something weird. We all know. So. So, yeah, I, you know, Tank, I'm just going to need you to not slob on any knobs. Slob on my knob like corn on the cob. Please. I am really going to need you to do that. I can't listen to the Tank song the same again. I can't. I'm moving on. Yep. I can't either. (laughs) Um... Should we move on? We should move on. We should move on. Let's talk about another dick. This is a big dick. A massive dick. Really big dick. I'm sorry. I I know people love the culture, but we have to mention Kim and Kanye. So there's this little show, you know, not many people watch it, called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And... Kanye has stirred the pot again and said that Kim should not dress so provocatively because she is a wife. She is a mother. Yikes. Right. And I applaud my opinion. I applaud Kim. She puts him in her place in his place. She says. You know, this is how I make my money. This is who I am. You knew who I was when you married me. I agree. And and so here we have, you know, this this clashing right now between them. And, and you know, you know my opinion on this. I think I think Kanye is a, a massive narcissist. I think he likes control. We all see it. I mean, as soon as they got together, he was, what, controlling her wardrobe, what she was wearing, where she was going. I mean, this is what a narcissist does. He wants control. 
I personally just got out of a relationship with a narcissist. I know how it goes. They want to control you. They use different tactics to control you. They put you down to control you. And I preach. Thank you. And I think Kim is in a classic relationship with a narcissist. So she needs to hold strong to who she is. He knew who she was when he married her. Day one. Day one. And she should stick to that. So I actually applaud Kim on this one. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, definitely not a fan of Kim. Not. Right. A, I haven't really been a fan of Kanye. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I don't like the oops, it's an epiphany. Right. I, I'm not liking that. So, no. you know, obviously people evolve. Obviously people grow. But they're in a marriage. Right. You know what I mean? People grow at different rates. I get it. Right. But at the same time, he can't expect in a finger snap just because he changed his exactly. lifestyle. Now exactly. he's holier than thou. Exactly. That he can just say, oh, Kim, um, forget everything that right. you were, were doing before in the beginning. Now right. I want you to be, uh, you know, right. Mother and Teresa. You see the control. He's so so he's on this quote unquote religious path, right? Even though what he was a rapper and all this other stuff, he dated Amber Rose, whatever, whatever. But he's on this religious path now, right? So now the things that Kim is doing is wrong. But this is him. This is what he wants. This feeds into his narcissism. This feeds into his narrative. And he is wanting to be in control. And I think the only way that Kim is going to survive this relationship is if she sticks to what she needs, she sticks to what she wants, she sticks to what works for her. This is how she makes money. So Kanye needs to get off his high horse and realize that. And that's what narcissists do. They try to rope you in to their needs and their wants. They don't care about you or your feelings. They just want you to fit into their narrative. Period. Thank you. Mrs. West, stand your ground. Stand okay. your ground, girl. And, um, you know, I am tired of seeing your vagina. I just want to put that out there. I am tired. I don't want to see your vagina. I don't want to see your what? ass no more. Can we get a new ass? Who's going to show their ass next? You can still be sexy. You can still be sexy and and have that good career. But just anybody else's vagina or ass at this point would be be wonderful. I'll take it. Okay, girl, (laughs) I'm telling you. Um, So Lori Harvey. Lori Lori Harvey. Oh, that's another one. She's jumping from dick to dick. Before we actually get into the meat of what we're about to talk about, let me just say, so she was dating, um, what's his name? Who's she dating? Uh, Diddy. She She was dating dating Diddy. Diddy. And mind you, she had dated Diddy's son. Let's just say that. Okay, didn't know that. She She had previously dated Diddy's son. Now well, she, then she hopped she off Diddy, Diddy for a little bit and apparently or allegedly, allegedly. was messing around with Future right. or flirting or something right. happened. Right. right. And so there's another one who's just hopping from dick to dick. That just seems to be the, the theme of the day and right now. Cancel Future already. I'm sorry. How many baby mamas does he have? I'm sorry. OK, anyway. <laughs> Sidebar. Sidebar. Um, well, anyway, she recently got into a car accident. She did. Her fault. Right. Um, in California, right. her SUV apparently flips over. Right. Here's the thing, though. 
it was a hit and almost run. Right. So she tried to leave leave the the scene. scene. Right. Okay. And before that could happen, um, she was actually arrested. Well, they didn't actually arrest her and book her, but they did charge her her, with some some, uh, misdemeanors. Yeah. And um, she's got to appear in court. She signed a promise to appear in court, and now she's in all of this shit. So now she's got this relationship drama. Yeah. And this accident drama. I think she's lost. And honest, she's so you. young. Isn't she like super young? She's very, very young. I think I think she's a little bit lost. I think, you know, being in the world that they're in, Hollywood, her dad, her mom, high profile, I think it does something to these young people. And I think it really messes with their psyche. I think she doesn't know what she wants. Uh, she needs she needs to get out. I mean, if she hasn't learned from Cassie, then child, you know. So, uh, Lori Harvey needs to sit down. <laughs> yeah, and, and and her dad um, is basically taking several seats because he is tight lipped about it. He won't. He is tight lipped about he it. He will not talk yes. to the media about his daughter and what's going on. And I can understand that she's yeah. grown. She doesn't need daddy to protect her. But at yeah. the same time, you know, it's not going to hurt that there's a little bit of um, power. There. Well, you know, Steve Harvey likes to try to keep this squeaky clean image, right? That's that's his thing, you know. But what you're saying is he is messy underneath all that. Oh, Steve Harvey is messy as hell. I mean, come on, this what what marriage is he on? Is this two, three? He's on he's on more than one marriage. He, I mean, come on, Steve Harvey is messy. He he wants to appear to be this, you know, guide to what you shouldn't do, what you should do in a relationship, but he, he doesn't have it all together either. So at the end of the day, he doesn't have it together, his daughter doesn't have it together, and they're both messy. So I agree. Put down that Steve Harvey book. I don't think it's doing you any good. And, uh, and I think you gotta, you gotta pick up something else because Steve Harvey's life is too messy. It's, it's not working. On another note. April and Fizz. <sighs> Love and hip hop. Yes. All the drama. Yes. So everybody knows Love and Hip Hop, Ratchet Entertainment Television on VH1. (laughs) I'm guilty. I watch it every damn week. I'm in front of that TV. Right, right. Um, Fizz from B2K. Yes. So they recently got together, all the boys, and they went on this uh, huge tour. Right. That apparently was a huge success. Tour was that called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Well, this whole time while they're filming Love and Hip Hop, right? April, who is the baby mama of um, Omarion, Omarion, yes. um, She. Who she has two kids by. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Over this time, since the breakup between him and her, mm-hmm. she's been getting real close with Lil Fizz. Right. Real, 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 real close right. with Lil Fizz. So this whole time, they are having this whole thing about how they are platonic friends. Right. And nothing more. And, what? you know, everything what? is just. Oh, he was there for me. And he was supporting me when I was this and when I was that. And um, come to find out this most recent episode. Yeah. Those were all lies. All lies. Now, 
they kissed on this last episode. That they was a kiss. they made it official. That they was a they kiss. leaned that over the table. A, that was a kiss. Like it was passionate. That was not the first time. They Absolutely kissed. not. <laughs> no. It certainly wasn't the first time they were in bed together because no. we saw that many times right. on the show. Right. And so they made it official. They they're in a official relationship. Yeah. Who knows how Amarion feels about it? They don't care. They they clearly think the world doesn't yeah, care. Amarion was on Instagram. He said always smiling, and he you know tried to play it off but you know we all know how social media can be I know so and I feel like their whole take on it was uh you know who cares like who do we have to prove this to you know um the world can have whatever thought they want about what we're doing we don't have to tell them our business but here's the thing you are letting us in your business right you are going on a television on a show, show. The world is right. seeing this. It is viral. Right. And people are going to have opinions. And, and it is messy. Come on. It is messy. It's messy as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, there's no... This is Omarion's baby mama. Let's keep it real. And at the end of the day, as a man, you should be respecting that. I'm sorry. You don't go after... And as his friend, the whole friend's homie. baby mama. You just don't do it. I just don't see that's completely wrong. And then the whole like, you know, you're not being authentic. Like, be true yeah. to yourself. If if yeah. that's what you really wanted to do beyond the whole friendship thing, yeah. Then at least keep it a buck. I mean, I don't even think you should go there. I don't think. Look, they cross the line. People these days don't seem to understand self control, right? Like it's it's just out the window. It's not a thing anymore. He should be able to have self control. This is your friend. This is your business partner. And this is the mother of his children. You don't go there. That is real messy. And then you talk about them being on tour. Yeah. So you're, you know, they they are clearly separating business from pleasure. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, things could go left really, really quick. And all that's going to just get mixed. Real fast. So I, I'm just going to have to say, yeah. you know, that entire you know, situation I, I is was just... Not, I'm not a Lil Fizz fan. I watched um, Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition. He was really, you know, pretty shitty to his ex on that show. I'm not a Fizz fan. I think he doesn't know what he wants. And at the end of the day, you know, he's, he's a user. He's going to use this girl. And it's going to mean nothing. So so why why bring on the drama? Exactly. And when we say drama, yeah. let's just go right to Erica Mena. <gasps> Can we go to Erica Mena? This this Please. right here just reminds me of the uh, oh, the little yeah. Cardi song. You don't hear my line no more. Right. You don't make it ring, 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 right, ring. Right, right, right. Let's right. talk about the ring, girl. Okay, look. This is, look, Erica Mena. She is having a baby with Safari. She buys Safari a push gift. And if y'all listeners don't know what a push gift is, it is a gift that a man is supposed to get a woman for pushing out his baby. Okay? So she buys Safari, the man in the relationship, a $50,000, 14-karat gold, rose gold, diamond, Cuban chain with daddy engraved in it. And she says the reason is because he is a first-time father. She has a child by another man. He is a first-time father, and he deserves it. 
Absolutely not. Right. I'm floored. I can't. I'm I'm just still stuck on the ring, girl. Did you see the rings? Look. Have look. you seen the rings? I can't. I can't. I can't. This is creating a society of pussy ass men. I'm sorry. I'm gonna put it that way. I said what I said. I said what I said. Listen, you cannot do this type of thing for a man who doesn't do that in return for you. I'm sorry. You cannot do that. She is the woman. Mm. She is bearing the gift. She is bearing their child. Right. I don't get it. I guess she's trying to like break the traditions. No, we're not breaking traditions. (laughs) Not when it comes to that. He's not putting in that work. We're raising men to be princesses. No, it doesn't work. Like, look, my last relationship, he had three sisters and his mother, right? Three sisters and his mother. They babied him. They did everything for him. And then every relationship he's had since then, he wants the woman to do everything. Okay? So... That's not healthy. It's not healthy. And it's not right. Let A man needs to be a man. He needs to be the leader of the household and he needs to be the one that is catering towards a woman especially when she's pregnant but pause for a second now you just got into something else because you said he needs to be the leader of the household he does does he he does or or can a woman also lead girl don't get me into having that conversation look i think well i think a man should be the leader of the household i do i i think he should be the leader in the household in a sense that We should not be catering to these men, babying these men, making them feel like the princess in their relationship. A man needs to be a man. He needs to step up for his family, make sure they're taken care of, make sure they're provided for. And that that is that's how I feel. So you're not dismissing the fact that the women can the woman can also lead. I think that a woman can lead. But I think that often, too often, we try to lead too much. I think that we need to give our man the the leadership that he rightfully, to me, um, should have. Because because this is what happened when a woman tries to lead. Then a woman is taking on the moment's taking on a motherhood because we have the children. We're taking on financial, right? Because we also work now. I mean, that's just how it is. We're taking on taking care of a household. So what do we need the man for at the end of the day? I think my co-host has just become Fantasia Barino. <laughs> I really just think she just transformed to her a second ago. He's fine as hell, though. Look, I think I'm gonna, look. If I gotta let him be the leader, he's fine. You know what? He can be the leader. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a step back, and I, I definitely have a different opinion. I won't get into that today. Um, we should get into that. I just maybe another episode, right? All right, we'll say. But that. back to that push gift. I just no push Erica. Gift. I just think that. Maybe that was the wrong choice. Wrong choice, Erica. So that's going to just be denied. I just, I can't get with the program, honey. We're, I can't get with the yeah, program. We're can't we're canceling Erica Mena. Let's do it. Let's do it. She's canceled. Um, <laughs> let's move on to, um, to the other ring. 
Let's move on to uh, Monica and Shannon Brown. Monica and Shannon Brown. Look, I love Monica. I love her from back in the day when she was like, you know, what was it? Just just got to be all alone sometimes. Don't take it personal. I don't forget Monica. the song she was on with Brandy Girl. Yes, the boy, the is, boy mine. is mine. Look, I don't get down with that. I don't get down with that. Look, if, if I got to fight you for him, you can, you can have him. But at the end of the day, Monica is getting a divorce, got a divorce. It's been finalized. I love Monica. I feel for her. I am sorry that she's going through this. Uh, but but their divorce is is interesting. What I have found is that even through all of the messiness, he still has this admiration for her. He has been writing underneath her pictures. He has been saying, in fact, specifically he wrote underneath her picture, uh, and a beautiful picture of Monica that is, he said, that stare does something to me. So this man is, he was flirting still flirting during the divorce <laughs> proceedings. Right. So my question is, where is that energy when you are married? I feel like it's a, as a case of a little, a little too late. I get it. I agree with you. I definitely think that he should have been doing that all along. Yeah. But the real mess comes in where he, right before the divorce was finalized, uh, he goes and says, I'm going to put this auction off this ring. Yes. Basically like in a raffle on Instagram. That was for attention. Super petty. The pettiest of petty. Yeah. I mean, come on. What is the purpose? It's not even if it was a joke. How right. insensitive. Very insensitive. You know what I mean? You know, but I mean, we don't know the situation. Monica might have another lover in her life and he's pissed. And he wanted to lash out. We don't know. So this is just like social media revenge? What is this? Like, grow the fuck up. Grow up, really. And stop writing underneath her pictures. Let her be great on her own. You divorced her and move on. Too little, too late. You should have put that energy in when you were married. It's And it's final now. So I wish both of them the best. I do. I do. I really do. I really do. And stop being messy. Shannon. (laughs) Shannon, do you hear me? Stop being messy. messy. You're too messy. All right. Um, let's, uh, go right to the messy minute, girly. Yeah. Shall we? Yes. So, um, for those of you who don't know, which you probably wouldn't know, um, the messy minute is a segment we will be doing on our podcast where we want you, our listeners to send us a short story by email and give us a messy scenario or situation that you've had or maybe someone you know has had um, and we will give you some advice to clean up that mess. Yes. So you can send that information to us by email at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com and you will hear us talk about that on our our upcoming episodes. Yes, please. So I want to... Yeah, yeah, I would like to get into some of these um, messy stories that people have sent us. Yes, let's do it. Um, I'm so excited. So here's the first one. Okay. Let's get right into it. Tell me, what's up? I am a married woman. Mm. I have been married for five years and we have four kids together. My husband and his sister have a weird relationship. For example, she is always at his house to visit him. And I say it that way because she never interacts with me. 
Every day, she is cooking food to bring to him as if I don't cook. Wherever he seems to go, she is always in tow. I have said to him a few times that he needs to draw a line with his sister and lay down some rules, but he refused. Even other people have commented that it seems like he's dating his sister. He thinks I am making this up, but on Tuesday, I stayed home from work due to illness. The doorbell rings, and guess who it was? The sister. And she questioned me as to why I was home. It's my damn house. Am I tripping y'all or nah? What should I do? Mm. So, um... Yeah. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. You want to talk about a mess? Let, let's see. Let's help this 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 woman clean her. this up. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. Boundaries are so important yes. in a relationship. Absolutely. You guys are married. You have a responsibility to one another. Yes. You have to set the rules. You have to set the boundaries. And you cannot let people come into your relationship and try to create havoc or break that up. Right. This sister is bringing in disrespect. And if the husband is not going to step up to the plate and have that necessary conversation with the sister and set those boundaries, then that's a problem. Right. And at that point... I think the woman needs to go to the sister and say, Absolutely. you know, hey, just check her on it. Yeah. And she's going to have to set those boundaries because all that's doing is creating a wedge between her and her husband. Yeah. Look, this is this is a problem. Boundaries are absolutely important in a relationship. I have been through this over and over and over in my relationships. You have to set boundaries. I don't care if it's a sister, a mother, an ex, I don't care. It doesn't even have to be sexual. And because at the end of the day, someone who is coming into your life, interrupting your marriage needs to be checked at the end of the day. And I know it's hard, it's not easy, but you know, whatever you gotta do, write her an email, send her a letter, whatever you gotta do, but your husband's not handling it, so you're gonna have to handle it. Because at the end of the day, this is your marriage on the line, and your marriage should be first. And the sister needs to step aside and get her own life going and focus on her own goals and stay out of her brother's life. Absolutely. And, you know, when you have that conversation with your husband, there's a way to have it. Because right Right. now you're dealing with a sister, somebody close to him. Right. You have to be careful about how you word certain things because of that relation, that dynamic in the relationship. Twin sister in a way like that, like this bond that they just can't break or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, we don't know what's going on in the sister's life. She might be lonely. She might be jealous. You have to address her. Absolutely. The quicker, the better. The quicker, the better. That you check that situation. So good luck with that. We wish you the best in cleaning up that. Good good luck. But put put on a brave face. You can do it. This is your marriage on the line. Address her. Put her in her place. Because it's only going to get worse if you don't. Yes. So did we get a second messy minute? We got a second messy minute. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready for this. All right. So this one says, so I dated a girl for just about four years. 
When we broke up, she wasn't financially stable and couldn't afford to live on her own. And quite frankly, it worked in my favor financially to continue to live together. About six months later, I met this guy and was honest from the first date about my ex and my living situation. He decided to proceed with dating me, but has made poor decisions the entire time when I was being the best I could be. He has used his insecurity about my living situation as an excuse to his behavior. I know that he will provide the life and relationship I want if I adapted to being a super good girlfriend and changed my living situation. But something in me hesitates. Why should I mess up my current living situation and financial stability for someone who let his insecurities make him fuck up and change my perspective of him? Might I add, he spends six nights, if not the whole entire week at my house. Most days he's there waiting when I get home from work. He knows nothing is going on. He just really hates her and I's relationship and interaction, which is completely harmless and regular, if we even speak. Most days we are doing our own thing. Shit just got real. That's real. It really did get real. It's messy. So That's messy. What would you do? So... I have, I'm sorry, but I am on the boyfriend's side on this. And I'll tell you why. You cannot have a successful relationship with someone new when you keep your ex around. It doesn't work. I just got out of the situation and it doesn't work. If you keep your ex around, it is messy. There is always that one night, that one time, that one whatever, where temptation will take over and you will make a mistake. And that is what I feel like her boyfriend is afraid of. But what about the self-discipline? What about the trust? But that is a lot of trust to have in somebody. Look, let's let's take the girl on girl, you know, whatever out of it. What if your current boyfriend lived with his ex-girlfriend? I can see how that would be problematic. I probably would not stand for that. But at the same time, I don't know that I would let it break up. It wouldn't be a deal breaker, is what I'm saying. I would have to have some kind of trust, you know, in that person and try to get over those insecurities but at the same time in this in this person's situation what is the boyfriend doing to change to give her the alternative is what I'm saying so if she does decide hey you know what you're right I'm not going to stay here with the ex right but I can't financially uh you know afford to live on my own and that's what what? she's saying it's financially beneficial to her but 
she also mentioned that this she feels like this man can give her the life she has always wanted. So you're thinking that that translates into he'll he'll they'll live together, you know, everything will be great, finances taken care of. I think that if she sees this I think that if she sees a real future with this man, she cannot live with her ex. It is not fair to him. It is not fair to their relationship. And honestly, I think him spending six nights, if not the whole week, at her house is because he's trying to see what's going on. I really do. And that's not fair to the other person. It's really not. I think if it's an ex is an ex, if an ex is an ex, put them in the past Focus on the future. She can get out of that situation. I am sure that she can find a studio, one bedroom, whatever she needs to do. She needs to put that behind her. I get that. And even still, um, you know, if they if he's there six nights out of the week, right? Why are you not living together then? Right. I mean, if you if you're in a serious committed relationship right. and you're capable of doing that, yeah, and you're already there all that time, why not just cohabitate? Like you said, leave right. the ex in the past and cohabitate. But at the same time, I just don't want the boyfriend to forget that there's got to be trust and he's got to deal with some of those insecurities. But this is trust on a whole nother level. This is like. Her living with someone that and and mind you, remember she said this was someone she had a a four year relationship. That is a deep relationship. That's not a couple months. That's not it's a long term. Oh, that is a long term serious relationship. They obviously have a bond. They live together still. And I'm sorry, I'm on the boyfriend's side. If he, if, if you want a future with this man, you have to put the past behind you. And, I, and honestly, I'm sick and tired of people going back and forth to their ex. If it's an ex, leave the person in the path, move on. It didn't work for a reason, get over it and move on. You're a weak person if you can't move on. I'm sorry. So at the end of the day, if she sees a future with this man, she needs to let go of her ex move the fuck out, focus on him, and focus on her future and her goals. So we just got to close that chapter. Close that chapter. Close the chapter close of the book. tight. Move on. Close it tight. It's toxic. It's not healthy for your current relationship, and it's not going to get you anywhere in life. And if you want to live a mediocre life where you can't get over your ex, go ahead. But if you want a future with someone who is wanting a future with you, then you put in the work, you put in the effort, and put the past in the past. And communicate effectively. And communicate. Absolutely. Huge, huge thing in relationships. And when I say communicate, communicate effectively. Don't forget the second word. Yeah. It has to be effective. You have to understand each other's situation, work it out, come to an agreement, and move the fuck on. Stop going back to exes. It's toxic. It's sick. And it's manipulative. And at the end of the day, she needs to move the fuck out and find this future with this guy who she claims she sees a future with. Good luck, girl. Good luck, girl. I'm sorry to be harsh, but the truth is the truth. Good luck. Put him first and move on. So those are the messy minutes of the day. That's it. I want you guys to keep them coming. Seriously, send us that email. Yes. We will give you advice. We're loving this. Um, each episode, something new. Yes. Um, that's it for today, Yaya. Oh. We have to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up already. We just want to thank you guys so much. Thank this is you. this is definitely our first episode, our yes. first venture with this podcast yes. world. And we just want to let you guys know we are so appreciative. We thank you for all of the love that you've given us so far yes um we want 
you to visit us on all social media, um, yes. mainly Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. We are on there as Messy AF Podcast. Yes. Um, in the meantime, um, just uh, keep following, keep sharing the page, keep liking. Yes, please. Um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. This we first episode you. will be out the last week of October, yes. so look out for the release of that. Yes. You're going to find us on Anchor and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, yes. we will be. So please make sure that you subscribe and tell your friends to tell their friends. Send us your reviews. Send us your feedback. We want to hear from you. Because we'll keep them coming. We'll keep that advice coming. <laughs> and you already know there's going to always be some mess because we live in a messy a as messy fuck world. world. Thank you. It has you. been a pleasure, you guys. Thank and you we so will much. catch you next episode. Yes. Until then, we send all of our love. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it, Nicole. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.